0: Life in this world can be merciless. I heard a story about a man in Greece who had completed a successful heart surgery. And to celebrate this blessing of a successful heart surgery, he decided to go on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land where he caught the coronavirus and came back to Greece along with his group and unfortunately departed this life. I'm only glad, of course, that he was able to go venerate holy places before he departed this life. But although this illness is the thing that's most on our minds today, there are so many ways in which, if we think about it, life in this world can be merciless. Consider our legal system and think about it, if you make a mistake and you're convicted Of something be that a a sex offense or or even bankruptcy if you have to file for bankruptcy that could follow you for the rest of your life consider socially when we say a careless word or we engage in gossip how easy it is for a relationship or a reputation to be destroyed and of course physically how many people have lost limbs because of drunk driving or other such carelessness and of course there's this coronavirus that we're faced with now and if we're in contact with someone and we have the right kind of contact we'll catch it if we touch a surface that's been infected and we touch our face or however this thing gets transmitted and spiritual life too can be merciless as we heard in the epistle today every act of disobedience has a consequence and it's not just in the old testament consider what we heard just a few weeks ago from matthew 25 i was hungry did you feed me i was thirsty did you give me drink we see it also in the lives of the saints and the bottom line brothers and sisters is this that if we face christ as the judge and only the judge we will lose every time but there's good news because he's not just the judge he's also the savior but as we heard in the epistle we must be careful not to neglect so great a salvation as he has wrought for us we must be careful to pay attention not to forget about it not to take it for granted because in this world we all suffer from a spiritual virus that is forgetfulness so i have three ideas for you today as we reflect on the word of god in the midst of this crisis you've heard that you should wash your hands frequently to prevent the spread of germs of viruses of this disease but i say to you don't just wash your hands wash your mind with the word of god as frequently as you can wash your heart with the sacrament of confession The reason that we have to get a flu vaccine every year is because the virus changes every year and the antibody levels in our bodies decrease and we're fooling ourselves if we think that we're going to remember everything in the word of god all the time we have to constantly wash our minds and hearts with the word of god just as we heard in the marriage service we hear that christ cleanses and sanctifies his church By washing of water with the word. That's in the epistle in our marriage service. Number two, you've heard it said to avoid touching your face, especially the mucous membranes around your eyes and nose and mouth. But there's a spiritual dimension to this too. Be careful what you allow into your eyes and your ears and your mouth. Be careful what you watch on television and on the internet. Be careful what you listen to. And yes, be careful what you ingest. And finally, we hear that probably the most effective thing we can do right now is to practice social isolation. And that doesn't sound very good to a lot of us, but I want to remind you of something that a friend reminded me of this week. And I'm just going to read to you. This is not the first time we will practice social isolation. For I will pass through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute vengeance. I am the Lord. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. And he says to take blood from a lamb, you shall take a bunch of hyssop, dip it in the blood of the basin and strike the lintel and the two doorposts with the blood on the basin. But none of you shall go out from the door of his house until morning, for the Lord will pass through to strike the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass by the door and not allow the destroyer to come into your houses to strike you. So as we remember the ten plagues of Egypt, all those plagues, and we remember especially the last one, the death of the firstborn of the Egyptians, we remember also that the Lord told the people to isolate themselves. So this is nothing new. But we have another beautiful thing to remember. And that is the great saint whom we commemorate today. Saint Gregory Palamas, who taught us the way of isihia, of silence. He is one of the Holy Fathers who comes from the hesychastic tradition. And so take advantage of the social isolation you will practice for the sake of silence, for Isihia, for your relationship with God because the more silent you can be the more clearly you will hear him so take advantage of this time that we are in and i'm not sure if you knew this but the quotation that we heard in the epistle reading is actually from the psalms from psalm 101 or 102 and we heard actually the end of it but if you go back and you read the beginning it says this "Hear my prayer o lord And let my cry come to you do not turn your face from me in the day when i am afflicted incline your ear to me in the day when i call upon you hear me quickly for my days vanished like smoke and my bones burned up like firewood i was cut down like grass and my heart became withered for i forgot to eat my bread it's a psalm of affliction so the lord sees us in our affliction and as we do our best to practice good health practices in the midst of this crisis My hope is this, that not only will we slow the advance of this new virus, but we will spread something else instead. Faith and hope and love, inspired by the one in whom we believe, both Savior and Judge. May his grace and his hope spread through all of you to all the world. Amen.